welcome to another episode of Something Newsy, where we're still recording from our respective homes due to the pandemic. My name is Roseanne Bangalan, and I'm one of the editor-in-chiefs of the Mesa Press. And today, we have with us... I'm Justin Choi. I'm the features editor. Hi, I'm Angela Galan-Martinez, and I'm a staff writer on the Mesa Press. Hi, I'm Liz Spearing, and I'm the social media editor. Hey, thank you for introducing yourselves, guys. So let's just jump right into it. Um, this is going to be a, a an election podcast. We've never done this before, so how exciting. Um, so as of November 7th, major news outlets have declared that Biden had won the presidency. As of this recording, November 19th, votes are still being counted, but Biden has 290 electoral votes compared to Trump's 232, according to the AP. So he's pretty much going to, he is like the president-elect by this point. So walk me through your guys' Saturday. What was everyone's like initial reactions when you guys heard that Biden had won the presidency? I wasn't really shocked at all. I kind of figured that he was going to be winning from the start. Yeah, it seems like a lot of like um, uh, both like Democrats and Republicans, like uh like uh, legislators and stuff. I think they were expecting like a big democratic win. I mean, it was uh, like the three days that it was going on. Like it was like, yeah, I thought that Biden was going to win. But like finally, like finding out at the end was like such a relief in the end either way. Right. So is it safe to say that no one's a Trump supporter in this? This is a safe space, guys. Is no one a Trump supporter here? I actually did vote for Trump. Um, however, I well, like he was kind of like in the lead in the beginning of the race. And then like overnight, Biden was just in the lead and he kind of just took it from there. And I'm honestly not upset about it either. Like, yeah. although I did vote for Trump with Biden pretty much winning the election, it doesn't really affect me. Like I, I'm, I'm happy with kind of either either way. Uh-huh. Did you guys know that Biden, or you guys had a sense that Biden was going to win from the polls? Like, do you guys trust what the polls were saying up until election night? And like when Biden was called as president-elect, do you guys generally trust polls? Iffy. Iffy? No, it kind of, this one, this race kind of seemed a little suspect, I think, the polls. I don't know, do you agree? Do you think it kind of just... I think I've heard stories where, and this is, this goes for any polls. Like I know people can easily lie. There's no way that we can verify if someone's like telling the truth or not. But I can, I saw how, or I've heard stories of how people who are more leaning to the right or who are Trump supporters don't really want to out themselves as Trump supporters because they just feel like they'll just be branded a certain way. So I can see how, like I've heard how people would lie and say, oh, I voted for Biden. So, and those are exit polls too, I think. So yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted to know if like you guys had a sense that Biden was going to win because of polls or is it just like from the summer and seeing all the protests happening? Like, is that another reason? Why? I just want to know why you guys were a little like, la- it seems everyone's kind of lax on it. Like everyone seemed like Biden was going to win. So whatever. What made you guys like feel confident? That was air quotes. You guys can't see air quotes, but. <laughs> well, just like anticipating Joe Biden being president. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, like there's like a, there's like a lot of different perspectives like as to why someone would like um, anticipate him winning. I guess like ideologically, it just seems like uh, like most of like the, the political conversation is um, like getting more like college educated level and people are like speaking more about like marginalized issues and stuff like that. And I just think that's like really powerful. Like it's just, it's, it's just, like really powerful conversations that happen a lot and like a lot on social media, which is like a really powerful institution in America. So I think that kind of like takes a big effect. And um, I think since 
kind of, kind of like dealing with like um like the welfare state and the working class and stuff. I think a lot of people voted for Trump in this pers- like a lot of pe- a lot of like the working class are like a strong uh, like voting base and yeah. they went for Trump for the first 4 years and then I think they're just changing it up to more of like a leftist ideology because well in my opinion I think like Trump kind of just brings like a really intense climate and maybe that's like what the working class wanted for a little bit but it seems like now they're shifting more toward the left. Yeah, so so Trump isn't the working class savior that everyone thought was he was going to be. Oh uh, yeah, well maybe yeah, that maybe that's what they're saying. Maybe that's what they're thinking right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Liz, uh, is it a, would it be okay to ask like why specifically um, you like you go for uh, Trump? I mean, now let's get into it. I mean, honestly, like I said before, I'm still kind of understanding and trying to gain more knowledge about the election and politics. This is my first time voting. And it's kind of also a really big impact is is the influence. Um, I have a lot of friends and yeah. influenced me also um, for, to vote for Trump. But then again, I am like my own person. I have my own opinion. I I can vote for whoever I want, but I don't know. Like, again, it's, it's hard because I, I, I liked both, um, both candidates. Like there was p- pros and cons for both. Um, but in the end, I kind of voted for who had the most influence over me, which was Trump because, you know, my family as well. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it yeah. does. So my question is, is like, you said that there's no real difference when it comes to like Biden or Trump, right? But I mean, like just dialogue wise and how he like persecutes certain a lot of marginalized groups like I like there's no way that no one has hasn't heard about like kids in cages right or or how he has like over 20 sexual allegations against him by women and right now he's using like the justice department which is super unheard of because like the justice department needs to be working for us like it shouldn't be working for the president how he's using how he's utilizing that justice department to like fight against a rape accusation so like as a woman how does how does he like speak to you I don't know it's hard to say it, it's hard because I'm I'm I want I think what he does as a president or what he did as a president some of the things were beneficial and there's also rumors you know about like Biden being kind of strange like with women like you know with him like smelling women's hair and being weird with young girls and I think there's all these like sorts of rumors going on about both presidents that in the end like I'm not really paying attention more to like that I'm paying attention to what he does what they do overall for our for America not just like those small little rumors about one being or one doing or one having like sexual assault rumors and one being a pervert or something you know do you know what I mean like yeah. yeah, I just feel like there, it, there's more important things to be concerned about overall, the bigger picture. Rather what than is, little is it like the economy? Is it like providing more jobs for people? Like what's what's important? Especially right now during this pandemic, I mean, like look how many people have lost their jobs. Like so many people like, have to really rely on unemployment benefits. And like same with me, like I've been living off of unemployment benefits until I finally got my job working at a gym. And then we hit the purple tier and now gyms are closing again and people have to go back on unemployment benefits. And I don't know, like, I just want someone who's going to really ensure that people like me, students, are going to feel secure and feel safe and feel like we aren't going to lose all of our money and live at home or for people who don't have that option, you know, be homeless. 
And I think we're hoping for Biden to yeah, I think, um, and provide I that as well. That I think Biden will help push that. And I did see an opinion story that was um, just recently published on Mesa um, about uh, Jill Biden being a huge advocate for like a higher education. That's also a really important thing for students. And I think that's important as well. Angela, do you have like a specific um, reason why you felt confident in Biden winning the presidency? I, like she says, like she has like certain influences. I think like social media played like a big part in it. And while like I agreed and like many people saying that Joe Biden wasn't chosen like by social media and that didn't count. I believe that it was basically like figuring out like the polls and everything, how it worked. Like I had to research and like understand more about um, the electoral college and basically research myself instead of like trying to believe what other people were saying in social media and all that. So like once I got some understanding of that, I like basically started to become more confident in um, what they were bringing out into who was winning. Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing that you did because I think that just shows how um, influential social media is for people to get involved in politics, especially younger people like us, like Gen Z kids. Yeah, just like just to get involved and do your own research, like you like you were saying. It's just because of like social media being like such a huge influence. This election was really hard to like see what was actually accurate and what was actually true because so many yeah. people had different opinions and would twist and tweak all the all these stories and rumors just so one president looked better than the other potential president. And I don't know. It, it that's another thing that made it kind of a struggle for me as a new voter and as a new, a person who's still trying to understand politics. Um, it was hard to. Really really know what was true and how things are actually done the right way. Where do you guys get your news? Like how, how often do you guys rely on social media? Well, I use Twitter and Instagram. Majority of it's Twitter. I feel like that's where I get most of the my news and updates from. Yeah, Twitter plays a big part in like current situations that are happening, like especially the trending page. NPR is like probably my main outlet. And then like just like national newspapers. So, so you guys, both of you guys mentioned that you guys use social media. Like, do you guys ever use any like other news outlets or like like a major news outlet other than like social media? Like just AP or like New York Times. What about you, Liz? I mean, I guess like the one main one I I keep looking at is the Washington Post. For some reason, <laughs> my eye keeps drawing to those articles. Yeah. So. Okay. As Gen Z kids, do you guys is it important for politicians to utilize social media? Yes, because I think that's one way for um, politicians to really reach out to um, an audience like us, to our, our generation. We're now kind of kind of rely on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a huge, huge important factor. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like one of the strongest tools. Yeah. To reach out to our generation. I find it a little cringe when I see them like try to post like memes and things like that. And I'm like, like there's ways to pander to to younger generations. But that's just like not it for me. So generally speaking, guys, what does like a Biden presidency mean to you? Or what do you hope for it to like be? Well, I mean, like the one thing like, well, like I was mentioning earlier, I think like one thing that's really important to focus on rather than just like sensational politics and stuff is just the people who really need or the people who are very affected by um, specific laws and legislations like enacted and stuff. Anything specific? Yeah, well, not legislation, but I think the people who are directly affected are like the working class and like um, poor Americans, yeah. people who kind of live in like, um, I guess like middle America too. I think it, it, it was like really easy to um, see that a lot of them were leaning toward uh, Biden, obviously. So 
yeah, I think it's like really important to focus on that and making sure that specific things work out for them as well. Because I think like they wanted Trump for that reason because they needed they needed help that they weren't getting. Yeah. What about for you, Angela? What does what do you want the Biden presidency to look like in the next four years? Basically, like Justin, it's just like being able to get more help for like the lower economy people and like uh the middle class especially like basically the like farm workers and all that like the immigrants like that's all a big part of like my community especially here in city heights it's like the lower class and like people from all types of places come here yeah so it's basically just to help out my community yeah i think one thing to like specifically note on that is with the working class like uh, specifically like the working class whites it's important to note that like Biden has been treating them with more respect than like other politicians have. Like um, in like 2016, Clinton, she referred to Trump supporters as a basket of deplorables, you know? So it's like, it's stuff like that. I think that's really important for Biden coming in. I agree. And again, to repeat on the fact that I would love to see give like I the pandemic, I want this, whoever our next president will, Biden, um, I want this pandemic to start getting under control. I want people to start feeling more safe that they're not going to be losing their jobs and they're going to be able to support not only themselves, but their family. And then another ma- major thing is that um, uh, higher education. What about it? what it regards to higher education, like more accessible or like? Yeah, I, that and the fact that we're all like stuck to doing remote learning we all have to do online learning so there should be like better ways for students to how do I say this like um feel like they're going to succeed through online learning some people just can't like they struggle with doing online like they have to be they feel like they're gonna do or be more successful being in person and going to campus and having one-on-one with someone so I think it's important for students to feel like they aren't going to fail and that the next semester and the ones following even though we are in this pandemic they will still feel secure and and like they're getting the right education and, and the right classes and the right instruction that they need. This might be like a heavy question to end it off, but I mean, the political climate right now is just, it's pretty heightened, right? Um, I don't know if you guys heard, I don't know, I don't know which day it was, but like during, at Washington, D.C., they had like a huge like march and it was just like a bunch of like Trump supporters, maskless and, you know, demanding like, and, and just citing a bunch of unfounded voter fraud claims. So, like, seeing that compared to, like, how other people across the world, like, it happened across the world, guys. Like, people were celebrating over Biden's win. Where do you think, like, our country is going to be, like, in the next three years? I know it's, like, a pretty heavy question. And there's no, like, right or wrong answer. But, like, not even, like, where do you guys think? But, like, where would you like it to go from here? In no way saying that he is the savior that we need and that he will, like, he will be a savior. I'm not counting on him to be that way. Like, I'm just going to make sure that I hold certain people accountable and, you know, push for a certain, like, I'm going to push for, like, a progressive agenda. But, um, but what about you? Like, what do you, what would you like to see? I feel like it's going to take some time. I feel like it's going to go for the better just for the U.S. I, I honestly believe that with Biden being the new president, he's going to have just the right amount of passion and drive to get this country's ass back in shape. I think given maybe a year or two, like back to 2022, I think maybe around then um, 
things will start to feel back to, I wouldn't say normal, but back to being okay and not so stressful and so worried about what's going to happen next or worried about who's going to die and all of this. Um, and I think, I think honestly, I think Biden, I, I think Biden was the right candidate for, for the 2021 president election. I think he's going to be, I don't know. I think he's going to get the job done basically is what I'm trying to say. I have high hopes. I have high hopes. <laughs> what about you, Justin? Well, I don't know if I can answer like what I really want it to look like, but I mean, yeah, I, I just think it seems like um, kind of unpredictable, like where the Republican party is going to be in like a little bit, because it seems like the Republican party had like a pretty strong hold on specific ideologies and stuff, but now it, it seems like more leftist ideologies and stuff like that. And just ideologies in general, like party lines are kind of being blurred, I feel like. So I don't know. I just feel like the party system is going to change a little bit. Okay. Well, thank you for joining me on an election podcast. That was, was that fun, guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>